This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Investor Schooling Live with your host, Larry Steinhaus, CEO of Investor Schooling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm jumping all over the place. I forgot to do something, so I forgot my own intro. Isn't that terrible? Good afternoon. Welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Investor Schooling Live is transmitting from the Investor Schooling Studios right here in the Investor Schooling headquarters. I am Larry Steinhaus, and I am the CEO of Investor Schooling. Hey, thanks for listening, and get ready to learn real estate investing, stock option trading, and so many more things about money that I bet you didn't know. You can call us anytime during the show, and we have a special guest, so you're going to want to break down this number right now. You want to call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program. Today is Saturday, August 12th, and we are live, and you can call anytime during the show. Don't worry about the topic. We'll take your call about anything that has to do with money, finances, even politics. Hey, we're also live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube, and you can leave comments there as well. If you are watching online, please say hi. It's the only way we know you're watching. At Investor Schooling, we teach real estate investing, stock options trading, how to save money in taxes, how to be financially free, and we even give you the motivation to make money work for you instead of you working for money. Investor Schooling is located in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, right off the Newtown Bypass, serving the New Jersey and greater Philadelphia areas in a real brick-and-mortar building. Our students are also located in several states with our exclusive web access to classes and seminars. Hey, get ready to learn something new. Get ready to learn the business, the business of real estate. No, of real estate. Uh, you know what? I'm you done can't with this. T- I, I was going to say, I intro. keep telling you, you I need to change the intro. intro. The intro this is intro just is not working. terrible. It just it, We it can't do this. Work. Glenn, Glenn, it just Glenn, doesn't work. Glenn, would you just tell me right now that this intro is terrible? <laughs> that's that's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. It's terrible, right? And when, and when he's it's not like, here, I have to read that whole thing, know. you know? So it's terrible. It I mean, you know, I go on and say I'm the friendly neighborhood financial expert, Larry Steinhaus. Which is true, but so what? It's the, so boring. The friendly neighborhood. Yeah, the friendly neighborhood financial. The friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Right, exactly. So I'm done with this intro. All we're writing a new intro next week. Actually, we're not going to even be here next week. Shh, don't tell anybody on the air though, because they won't know. All right. All right. All right. Because uh, I got to go to my niece's wedding. All right. So we'll get Chat GPT to write the new one. Yeah, we actually did that one time, and I forgot where it was. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you hear? You, you don't remember? We had ChatGPT. Yeah, writing. I think we did it online. This, yeah, we did it. Yeah. It's like I don't know. This intro. This intro was from five years ago when you know we had another guy on the air with us. That what's his name? I forgot his name already. And we used to. We used. He wrote that intro, and all I did was adapt it to me. And it was terrible then, but with his fancy voice, it sounded better. Oh, is that what so, it was? Yeah. He had so a fancy I, voice? I'm not doing this intro anymore. We're gonna do a whole new intro, Glenn. Um, here. Welcome to Investor Schooling Live. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Deb Anderson, and my special guest, Chris Noggle, and we're going to be talking about stuff that has to do with stuff. I think it has to do with money, right? Yes. Yeah, money, right, right, okay. All right, so that's a better intro at the moment. Stop interrupting, Chris. Stop interrupting, Chris. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, for you guys, you know, you guys who are wondering where Omri is, Omri, right now we're doing the Money Multiplier event next door at at our school. And unfortunately, Army couldn't make it because we needed somebody there who knew what they were doing, running the electronics. And Army's running the electronics right now for that. So there's no Army today. So I know nobody's gonna be listening anyway because everybody just wants to hear Army say some say some word with his accent that he can't pronounce properly, and we can all make fun of him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But anyway, if you guys want to call about anything, eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. 
That's 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. I want to get to Chris now. So, Chris, you are like the coolest guy ever. Oh, you say that every time. I know, but it's true. I mean, the guy, the guy used to be a snowboard champion. I mean, how cool is that? It was awesome, man. I, I, Geez, I wish I could go back to those years. I still snowboard, but I mean, just that was the best time of my life. You know, I, I snowboard too, but mostly my ass is on the, on the ground. I can see where that would be a problem. <laughs> Are you teaching Vivi? Are you teaching Vivi? Oh, of course. Of course yeah. I am. Yeah. She'll be on the hill a bunch this year. Yeah. That's awesome. But Chris has become the number two money mentor in the world. It's funny how the rankings work, isn't it? Like you just get downgraded and you don't even know anything about it. Well, All of a sudden I became number two. I used to be number one. Now I'm number two. You're only number two when you're around me. And you know, it's... you do realize that, right? I, mean, I do. I don't even know how to do. respond to that comment. I don't know how to respond to that. Oh, I can. I could recite uh, Ricky Bobby and uh, you know Ricky Bobby's dad in Talladega Nights. Son, if you're not first, you're last. That's great. <laughs> so there is no second. <laughs> so, yeah, so every time I introduce Chris, it's very funny because the slide that we put up for Chris is he's the number one money mentor. And I always I always say he's the number two money mentor and everybody laughs. Cause that, so that's where that joke came from because I did obviously introduced him earlier. And anyway, you get the idea. So you are you have a product that's an amazing product. And I don't even want to tell what it is. I'm hoping you can kind of describe it. Now, I realize we're not, we don't have a slideshow. We don't have, we don't have the same amount of time. You have a product that actually seriously multiplies money. And there's no doubt in my mind that it's real. And actually, I, obviously, I'm a participant in it as well. And so is Debbie. And so is half our class, actually, I think, is yeah. also participants in it. But why don't you try it without describing what the vehicle is yet? Describe what it does. Well, it provides guaranteed interest on your money. It provides you know potential dividends each and every single year. And... Not only does it do that, it does that in a tax-free environment, so you don't have to pay any taxes on it. But the biggest thing it does is it allows you to use your money while still earning interest and dividends on that money. In other words, it's the pretty much the only place on earth that you can put money, then take the money out and use it a second time while still earning interest on the initial source of money. So you get to make money twice when most people only know how to make money once. It's it's. It's basically like what you just said. It's making your money work for you for the rest of your life, and you don't have to work any harder, any longer, or take on any additional risk to do that. So if I understand it correctly, I put a dollar in, I take a dollar out, and the dollar, I realize the numbers are exactly right, but, I, but the dollar that I, took, that I put in stays there even though I took a dollar out. That's correct. And the dollar that I put in makes interest, and I go spend that dollar somewhere else. Maybe if I'm really smart, I buy a piece of real estate with that other dollar, and that dollar makes money, and the original dollar makes money. Yeah, the only thing I would uh, that would be against my teaching is spending that that dollar right, when you right, take right. it out because you don't want to spend it; you want to make it go to work for you right. a second time. Right. So you can make, let's say, you're making five percent interest on this dollar, the original dollar, and then you're making ten percent interest on the other dollar. It's amazing. It is. It is. I mean, it's exactly what banks do day in and day out with our money that we allow them to do it. I mean, you're just changing who the bank is. You're just becoming the bank. And sure enough, I do it all the time. And one of the things that you talk about all the time. Is how to buy a car and get all your money back for that car. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to talk about. I mean, maybe it's just because I like cars. I mean, I grew up, you know, like most other, I guess, young boys at my age, you know, had pictures of uh, posters of cars on the wall. Mine was always yeah, a sure. Porsche. So it's funny. I, I am I am into weird cars. You know that. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. a Model T. I love have, it. Yeah, it's really cool. I, have an I MTV. love old cars. Yeah, you should come by the warehouse. Oh, you, you, you got to go. You, you know. But next time you come, you should come by the warehouse to get my love cars. That. I have, you know, I have an MGB, I have a Jaguar. The Jaguar is a nightmare. 
you know, it's every every time I drive it, I got to bring it to the shop right after I drive it. It sounds like an old Audi that I had, an Ur Quattro. Every time I rolled that thing out of the garage, man, it, I knew for a fact it would be towed home. Yeah, it's it was funny worth part is, it. It always gets me to where I'm going. It's always right when I'm putting it back into the garage from my warehouse. Right when I'm putting it back into my warehouse is when it goes bad. Well, at least so you get back to your funny. warehouse. So it's kind of interesting because I always wanted an Audi. That was like my before like i have the jeep now like that well, new well, jeep let me sure let me see is it an audi or an Indy? ah but there's so i always wanted like i i always said when i got rid of my last jeep i'm gonna get an audi i'm gonna get an audi that's what i really wanted like you know there's one car that you, i really really wanted an audi i remember taking one for a test drive and i'm like oh my god it's beautiful i love it i love it and the next thing i know one drives through my house and ever since i just don't that's want hysterical. an audi anymore yeah, you yeah. it was an audi yeah about her, her yeah i could see where that would yeah, yeah ruin... it totally ruined it for me yeah. i mean i technically got my audi it just wasn't the way that i wanted it though all so. right welcome to cars are us live <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about money, Deb. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it takes money to have cars. There you go. And I guess to bring it all back, I mean, why not get cars, but get all the money back for every car you Absolutely. buy, drive, and own? So I bet you guys have questions out there. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. 855 So I actually wrote about this in my book, my Money Hacks mm-hmm. book. My chapter 13 is actually talks all about this and actually talks about your partner, who is uh, Brent? You know, she talks about your partner Brent in, in this in this situation, and it's amazing that people. Sometimes you talk to people and like, yeah, the, and I don't want to talk about the vehicle yet because the, they they always put down the vehicle until they realize how great this vehicle really is, including people like uh, I don't want to say it, <laughs> but there are other people who are on the radio all the time talking about how negative they are to this vehicle, and it's the greatest vehicle ever. To hide money, to I mean, you you know, you need to understand that my background was, if you guys who don't know, in 2008 I lost everything, and I decided that I was going to figure out a way to make sure that it never happens again. So while I was going through that mess of, of bankruptcy, I realized that there were certain things that weren't taken, certain things that were taken, and what I could do to make sure that it never happens again. And I always joke and I say I used to carry about two thousand dollars in my pocket. That's usually what I carry. Don't rob me. And if you do come up to me with a gun, I will hand it to you. No problem. Just let me keep my license and my credit cards. This is such a pain. I'll soon <laughs> give you the cash. And I'll, and I'll say, hey, have a nice day. Spend it spend it wisely. The, the problem is, you know, when, 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 you know, you know, so now I made sure that nothing, nobody could ever take anything. So all I can get from me is my $2,000. So if you sue me, you sue me for $2,000. That's all you can get. And this vehicle is also one of those vehicles that can help people keep their money in a, in a bad situation. Correct. It's protected yeah. against judgments and liens in almost all the states. Yeah. I mean, there are a few that has been challenged, and mm-hmm. there's case study, but there's very few states. Well, yeah, I heard you talk about that earlier. And the interesting th- thing about this is if – and we teach this too. We teach trusts, and we teach proper structuring of all your assets. But you have to do it from the day you buy the asset. Don't think that, you know, six months from now I'm going to be sued or I'm being sued right now. I can move all my assets into this vehicle or any other vehicle. It's just not going to work. You need to have long-term thinking about your assets. So we teach trust. You know, we're not attorneys or accountants. We teach basic trust. And then we, we basically tell you to buy all your properties in trust. And we tell you to make sure that you're protected with LLCs and trust. And that's what we, and that's what we teach. And in this vehicle, same thing. But you can't move this stuff over two months before you go into a nursing home or two months before anything happens, you have to do it You have to do it before bad things happen to you. Yeah, I think a lot of people inherently are, are 
reactive versus being proactive. And this is definitely one of those vehicles you have to be proactive about. Uh, and everything you're talking about, trust. I mean, a lot of people, when do they want to trust? Mm-hmm. When it's too late, when right? They want to move assets into a trust when they're getting ready to you know, need care or they're needing to protect something. It's, it's always too late. So the best way to do it is, well, I mean, what do they always say about a tree? The best time to plant a tree was 20, 20 years, years ago. Yeah, right. yeah. The next best time, right now. Right. Well, it's the same thing with buying real estate. People are so funny. Like, when should I buy real estate? Now. Yeah. I wish now. I would have bought it 20 years ago. So buy it now. So 20 years from now, you're okay. But then I get these people like they're 80. They go, well, why should I buy real estate now when I'm 80? And sometimes I look at them and I just want to shake them. I'm like, because, first of all, there's so many reasons to buy real estate even when you're 80, especially if you have an IRA. Yeah, you know, we're going off on a tangent now, but if you have an IRA and you have to take RMDs from your IRA, the required minimum distribution, buy a piece of real estate, collect the collect the rent, and then take that rent out as your RMD, and your every year your your IRA goes up instead of going down, so you basically beat the IRS. Yep, absolutely. Great stuff. All right, so why don't you tell them, are you ready to disclose what this vehicle is and why it works? Yeah, I don't think your audience is ready for it, but All sure. Right, well, then you wait. Wait. Don't tell them. Then don't tell them. All right. Well, if well. you don't think the audience is ready, don't tell them. Well, I mean, they're they're never going to be ready because they've been lied to their whole lives. All right. Their whole lives. I mean, the, most of what we know about money has been one giant lie to Absolutely. convince us to give up control of our money to Wall Street, the banks, and in the system, if you will. I'm not trying to make it all the system, but it really is. And and everything that we teach and everything that I do, including what I did today, is about one thing and one thing only. It's teaching you to take back control of your money. By being your own bank. That's it. It's simple. There's nothing hard about it. It involves changing one thing, and that's where your money goes first into this vehicle that we're talking about that we have not told your audience what it is yet. But, you know, it's it, up, you know when I spoke today, I, I did that. I, I told everybody all the things that it does, right? Oh, the vehicle gives you guaranteed interest, pays you dividends, it's tax-free, it's protected against judgments and liens. It's the only place you can put money and use the money without stopping the flow of interest. Oh, and also it creates a legacy for you should you ever pass away too early. And everybody's like, sign me up. What, what is this magic vehicle? Wait, you know what? Don't say what it is. I'll tell you why. And then I tell them what it is. I don't. Don't say what it is. I'll tell you what. Anybody who calls in, 855-939-1137, if you call in and you get it right, I will send you a copy of my book, Signed. So you get a copy of Money Hacks, and again, the the uh, subtitle is Because Everything You Think You Know About Money Is Wrong. Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. You can get it at Amazon, or you can get it at Barnes & Noble. However, if you call in and you guessed this vehicle, uh, I will send you a copy of it for free. So 855-939-1137, All right, Chris, go ahead. Tell them more about it. Well, yeah, let's give them some more hints because, I mean, I want you to give away a book. So Me too. This vehicle is not new. It's been around for hundreds of years. It was used by the wealthiest families like the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, J.P. Morgan, the Stanleys. It's been used by Walt Disney and Ray Kroc and Pampered Chefs, Doris Christopher, right up to the sitting president. Love or hate doesn't make a difference. I mean, all the wealthy families have used this. So trying to give your audience like a shoe in here so they get your book. I mean, they yeah, should sure. be able to figure this out. Oh, and the number one purchaser of this magic vehicle is banks. It's amazing. Banks, isn't it? number one purchaser of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully you get a caller that calls I, in. I mean, I, I don't see any callers calling in. You know what? Everybody everybody who's usually, all, all the fans of our show are actually next door at the Money Multipli- Money Multiplier Workshop because they, we, all, we all gave them free tickets the last two weeks, so they're all over there. <laughs> so the three people who listen to our show regularly are over there. <laughs> the three people. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You know, it, it's, you know, I always like telling people, you know, if you could put your money 
in the exact same place the bank puts its most valuable tier one capital, would you? Everybody says yes. If you could put your money where the wealthiest families throughout history have put their money, would you? Absolutely. And then you tell them what it is, and they're like, oh, I don't want that. Right, exactly. 855-939-1137. Come on, guess what it is. 855-939-1137. I know I would be, I would be like all over the phone right now because I, I, I knew what this was 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, Just by I your description. You, I'm going to give your audience more credit. I think they do. I think they know what it is. But even if they know what it is, they don't know how it's built to do what we do. Are you ready? It. Here we go. We got a first caller. Eddie, what do you think? Hello. Hey, Eddie, can Hello? you hear us? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. All right. So I what think, do you think it's man? probably a re- I think it's a revocable trust. No. Nope. No. Eh, no. Wait, wait, but a revocable trust could own this. But it's not what it is. You want to take one more guess? I'm going to give you one more guess just because I can't huh. find the uh, I can't find the uh the uh, ding, ding, the whatever thing, number, button. Okay, well, I'll take, uh, I guess I guess it's probably not the trouble. We'll take a non-revocable. I don't think it is that either, though. Must what be something else. Non-revocable trust. No, you ready? But no, it's not that. Yeah. No way. Okay. No winner, man. So, hey, you got, got anything else, uh, any other questions you wanted to know? Uh, no, I want, I'm trying to get the book, but uh, and, uh, I'll talk, I talk to you periodically on a uh, text. All right, well, thank you very much. Appreciate the All try. Right. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it, man. All right, who's our next victim? I'm sorry, who's our next caller? 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. This is an amazing vehicle. I'm telling you right now, once you figure out what it is, you're going to be blown away, and you're going to say, no, that can't be right. It can't be right. I will tell you that people like, I'm going to say it, people like Dave Ramsey say, stay away from it. Yep. So I'm going to tell you that Dave Ramsey's out of his mind, but I also know that Dave Ramsey has a bunch of it, which is rather interesting, too. But that's all I'm going to say. 855-939-1137. What's the vehicle? All right. What else do you want to, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, about well, it? I, I just got to hit on your Dave Ramsey thing. I don't find that strange at all that he owns a bunch of this magic of vehicle course. we're talking about. But yet says that nobody should have it. It's the worst place people can put their money because he's pushing a, a narrative. He, he's got right. his stick that he p- pitches and that he makes a lot of money off of. Right. So if he's making a lot of money off of the opposite thing. Why would he tell you to do what he's doing? Yeah, sure. Why don't banks tell you to put your money here when the banks are the number one purchasers yeah. of it? Why, why don't your advisors talk to you about this more? And some do. I uh, give them you know that credit. But it, it's just it's kind of we should ask these questions for just about everything. Why is it that this is being shoved at me? Why are why am I be t- being told to do this or buy this or why is this the best thing? Ask questions. So many people are just like, oh, well, if you say it is, I guess it is. People take advice from people that don't even live the life that they want to live, from people that aren't even at the level that they are. I mean, what is that old saying about Wall Street? Uh, people roll up in a Rolls Royce. They they go to Wall Street in a Rolls Royce to take advice from someone that took the subway in. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's you love that one? Me. Right. But, but it's like, amazing think about that. Me. I, I find it fascinating that these registered reps, who most of them, most of them, the, they, they, they don't even have 100 grand to their name. And they're talking to people with $300, $400 million, and they're, they're trading their money. Are you insane? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you, if you want to talk to me about money, show me your tax returns. Show me you make more money than me, and anything you say to do, I'll do. Yeah, I mean, you, if you're not making more money than me, I'm going to look at you. Whatever you're telling me to do, I already know that I shouldn't do it. Because if you're telling me to do it and it's not working for you, I can't possibly do it. That's part of why we teach what we teach. Because there's so many people out there who are getting bad advice from not only their registered reps, their, their um, you know, whatever, financial advisors, but from their parents, their friends, their whatever. 
And by the way, I, I'm not. I, I do knock registered reps. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not registered. I'm not knocking every registered rep. There's some out there that really know what they're doing. They're really good. They know how to make you money. And if they do, that's great. I also tell people, hey, come see see us. And if you see us now, I will give you a review of what your financial advisor is doing for you. And I'll do it for free. And understand, it's totally objective because I can't move your money. I'm not a registered rep. I don't sell any products. I only sell education. All right, we got we got Peter. What do you think, Peter? Yes, uh, I would like to get the literature on that. Uh, I can't think of what the program would be that uh, makes your money and still save it. But I would like to get the literature on it. And, uh, and we're uh, going to give you go the opportunity. Stay tuned because Chris is going to give you all his contact information before the end of the show. So definitely stay tuned. But you're you're, you're blown away by this. It's intriguing, isn't it? It is intriguing, and your uh, your uh, your partner there sounds very interesting. And I listen to your radio every Saturday. What is, what day is this? Saturday. Yeah, this is Saturday. Yep, every Saturday. And I'm tempted to come over to your program on Thursdays, I believe, over in uh, Langhorn or New Hope, wherever it is. Yeah, you've been here before now. No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, no, what, but I. What are you really waiting for? <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> well, you guys have a good day, and I'll look for the literature in the mail. You know, you don't know. Well, you won't see in the mail. He'll, 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 he'll give you, keep listening. He's going to give you contact information. You can reach out to him. But hold on a second. I'm going to get back to you about not coming into investor schooling, because I, I, you know, I'm okay. going to rip into you here. Okay, right? What are you okay. waiting for? As Chris yep. said before, what are you waiting for? Uh, I don't know. I uh, busy with life, and um, and my uh, wife just passed away. So uh, oh, we're, we're working on that. that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. All right. You know, you, you brought me down now, so I can't rip into you too hard. But look, when you're ready, we're here. And if anybody <laughs> else wants to know how to get there, you go to investorschooling.com. That's investorschooling.com, and you can sign up for class. And by the way, some of the concepts that that Chris is talking about, uh, we don't sell that product. He does, and we're, we don't want to sell a product because we're objective, and that's what we do. We're, we're objective right. everything we do. We just happen to really believe in it. But I appreciate the call, Peter, and I'm sorry to hear about the bad news. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And have uh, Jeff send me the uh, information Chris. in the mail. I've been at look at it. His name is Chris, and today's Saturday. Thank you. Right, I'm Steve, what do you, what do you oh. think, Steve? What do we got? Hey, life Steve. insurance. <laughs> All right, that's it, man. Have, have you have you heard of this before? Have I heard of life insurance before? Sure. No, have you heard of using it this way before? Uh, I've read some articles, yeah, and some of the financial papers about it. He sounds so excited about it. Doesn't I know. He? I yeah, it's it's not just life insurance though, because that's a broad topic. Life insurance could be broad. It's it's actually whole life insurance, but it's specially designed and engineered whole life. There, there's a lot of specifics that come into play when we get into it. But you did get it right. It is life insurance. It's, you know, one of the oldest places you know that you can think of where money, you know, can go and provide those type of guarantees that we were talking about earlier. Isn't it amazing that yeah. a whole life insurance policy? We'll be able to do all these things for you. Now, here's here's the funny part. A lot of people. I, come I was say, a little confused, but how how is is life insurance protected from judgments you know, and creditors and lawsuits? Yep, it is it absolutely, is, yes. yep. and bankruptcy. 
Okay. Yeah, it's challenged in certain states, so it's not every state. There's there's case law. You know, you can look it up very easily in Google. But uh, most states provide those protections with life insurance. So the investment value, if it's whole life, is it's the uh, nobody can get to it. Correct. Yep. Oh, so here's a really cool thing to okay. do. If anybody has a whole life policy out there, and if you're using the, the so so just real quick, so I'm going to get into the basics. You'll you'll probably elaborate on it. But basically, what we're doing is we're overfunding a life insurance policy. So we're putting in what some people call a drop-in, some people call it overfunding, whatever. But we're putting extra money into our policy. So what I recommend people to do is, in, if they can, is overfund the policy as much as you can. There are certain laws that turn into what's called a modified endowment contract. But let's not get there. Let's just know that there's a certain law that's a maximum amount of money that you could ex- that you could put excess into your life insurance policy. Put in the most excess you can. Then borrow that money out immediately, and that's how, how a, lot, a lot of what Chris is going to talk about works. But here's an interesting thing. If you got into trouble, and let's say you borrowed $100,000 out of your life insurance policy, and if you got into trouble and you had $100,000 and you wanted to hide it from a bankruptcy or from an attorney or from or from some kind of lawsuit, you have a $100,000 loan against your policy. Mm-hmm. Pay the $100,000 back, and it goes back into protected mode. It's kind of wild that you actually have the opportunity to do this to protect your money because you didn't protect your money earlier. And all you do is put it in and take it back out. Now, real quick, before Chris gets into any explanation, if anybody has questions on it, 855-939-1137. Oh, by the way, I'm hoping uh, Glenn took Steve's information. Oh, Steve, Steve. Yeah, Steve, call back because I'm going to send you the book. That's funny. I completely forgot. <laughs> you got so into the, your, your story yeah, right. there. <laughs> but if anybody else has questions, 855 1137 855-939-1137. All right, Chris, tell us more about how that works. So, again, you know, I, I said it right in the key thing because a lot of people, when they think about whole life, they think of all the bad things. They think it's overpriced, mm-hmm. it's expensive, pays out a huge commission. So that's why I always say it's specially designed and engineered. So what we actually do is we build it, like you said, we overfund it, but we put the lowest death benefit on. The death benefit is where the cost comes in play. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, we shift the way the policy works and we shift the way that it can build the the wealth inside of the plan. So it doesn't perform anything like a regular whole life. But what it does, it's not even about the, you know, we've been talking about the product. It's really how you use it and the concepts that I teach. And, you know, infinite banking concept would be the one that most people might know about. We call it BY. But it's essentially you put money into this specially designed whole life, then you find somewhere for that money to go. And we take a loan from the whole life. Now, this is where the unique part comes. People hear that word loan, they're like loan bad. But this loan never needs to be paid back because what the insurance company is doing is giving you part of your death benefit while you're living. And they'll do that up to the amount of cash value you have in the plan. So if you put a hundred grand into the plan, you're going to have ninety thousand or eighty-five thousand in cash value right away. So you then can take eighty, ninety thousand bucks out and invest that money, buy real estate, loan money to a real estate investor, pay off debt, buy a car, whatever you want, and then you take whatever that vehicle or, or the the car. Or let's just pick on real estate, right? You take sure. the rent from the real estate, and instead of putting it back in their bank you know, the traditional banking systems, you move it back over into the policy, which is your bank. By doing that, you've created end-to-end control. I always like to say Steve Jobs like did it with a phone and with technology. We do it with money, mm-hmm. end-to-end control, and you make a spread on your money because what the insurance company is paying you in interest and dividends is more than what they're charging you to take the loan. So you immediately are creating a spread, and that spread only goes up because your money never stops earning because when you take the money out, it's not your money. 
It's the insurance company loaning the death benefits. You get to make that interest. That's the magic. That's the, the, the whole concept is where the, the real magic is, and that's how you build the wealth. Now, understand that I use this too, and I watch it. I mean, it amazes me that I keep borrowing money out of it, and every time I turn around, there's more money in it. Uh, it's always going to be that way. That's the problem. It I mean, blows my mind. Yeah, I, we always tell people, you know, tomorrow you're going to have more money than you did today, and there's not a thing that can change that. Right. Like I did that example up there. I said, you know, by in the sixth year of that one example I gave, you know, the guy put ten grand in, and he could take thirteen thousand out. Just think about that, right? Can right. you put ten grand in your bank and take thirteen thousand out? No, you can't. Where can you do that? Right. And then when you take the 13 out, you still got the 13 in there earning. Earning, right. Yeah, so, and so, then that money turns into more money. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll click the button because, you know, when I take my loan, there's a button that says, take the maximum loan possible. So I click the button that says, take the maximum loan possible. I don't even know what kind of check I'm getting. I get a check. And then a couple of months later, I go back on. It says, hey, you've got more money. And it's like, it's like remember it used to be, you, you've got mail? Yeah. It's almost like, you've got money. I like and that. I'm like, but I... Just took money. I just took it. It doesn't matter. There's more. Take more. Take more. Take wow. more. And that's what it keeps saying. And it's amazing to me. Absolutely blows my mind. Now, please understand that this is not the whole life insurance that your cousin or your brother-in-law brother-in-law is selling. It's not the same thing. Please don't. Please don't go to your brother-in-law. And go. Hey, I heard Chris on the radio today talking about this thing called infinite banking policy about buying whole life insurance. As soon as you do that. Your brother-in-law is going to go, oh, yes, I'm going to sell you all the whole life insurance. I can tell you because I make the most amount of commission on it, and I can't wait. Thanks, Chris, so much. And all you did was ruin it because you didn't. You don't even understand how the policy works. As a matter of fact, from my, from my understanding, from what I've seen, you know, I talk to people in money all the time. I talk to life insurance agents all the time, and I bring it up. I'm curious to see what they go, oh, yeah, yeah, we do that all the time. I go, well, what, how much silver funding do you go? And I swear, they go, what do you mean? And as soon as they do that, I know what it is. And most of the time... I'm going to say there's probably two to five percent of insurance agents in the planet that understand this 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 concept. It might not and be that many. It may not even be that many. I, I, I bet got, you it's not. Right, and then we've got the top of the top with you and and uh, Brent. The two of you guys are probably the greatest people I've ever seen present this, and not only present it, not only present it in front of an audience, but also present it to the client. And when I say that, it's like you guys actually map it out. Mm-hmm. which is the, I mean, you know, they go above and beyond. So I'm going to do this real quick because we're going to go to commercial in a minute, but I want to, why don't you give out your contact information because we want to talk a little bit about real estate when we get back from the break. So talk to me, to tell everybody about your contact information, how to get a hold of you. Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is chrisnoggle.com. It's N-A-U-G-L-E. There's a, a pop-up that comes up to watch a video. Watch the video and on there you'll be able to schedule a call. So chrisnoggle.com? chrisnoggle.com. Okay, any, any phone number or anything else you don't want to give them? Uh, they can call 833-JOIN-PMC. All right. 833-JOIN-PMC. All right. Uh, Glenn, take us out to a commercial, and we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about real estate. This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinhaus, and you have probably heard my radio shows and listened to my great advice on how you can make more money and pay less taxes. Well, I just finished writing a book on all things I teach at Investor Schooling and on my radio shows. This book is called Money Hacks, and you want a copy of this book, and you can pre-order this book wherever books are sold. Look for Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. 
Hey, it might even be a tax deduction. Order Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus wherever books are sold and come see me at Investor Schooling. This is Larry Steinhaus with Investor Schooling. The opportunity to retire with a great big real estate portfolio is coming quickly and you want to learn how to do it. We all know the downturn is around the corner. What does that mean to you? You need to learn how to take advantage of this opportunity, like how to buy discounted properties with absolutely no money out of your pocket. Can it be done? Yes, it can. Can you learn how to do it? Yes, you can. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Uh, yeah, okay, that was kind of fun. We had a little bit of fun with Chris there. And uh, by the way, if you guys are watching online, I accidentally stopped the stream. So there's a second stream if you want to watch it for the second half of the show. And by the way, like I said before, if you're watching online, please text us. Let us know. Send us a, send us a, a, a text message or a DM or whatever it is, a comment, I guess it is. And, you'll be, and we'll be able to know you're on the show. We're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Because we are that important. We don't have the audience you have, Chris, but we're that important. <laughs> so I do want to say two things, actually. So one, one, there are two things. So one is that when people become students here, they always say, because we throw a lot at them in terms of you want, you could do real estate, and there's this many times the real estate. And then if you want you to do stock options, there's this, then there's trust. If you want to do this, if you want to save, you know what I mean? Like, there's lots of little different areas. And we always talk about, hey, you could do this, you could do that, you could do that. And lots of times they're always like, well, where do I start? And every time, every single time I say start with an IBC policy, I said that's where you want to get started because it builds over time. So do you want to talk a little bit about how it builds over time? Yeah, I love that you do that because it is the foundation. I mean, if you think of where money is going to start, there's always got to be a source for where your money goes first. And most people put their money in the bank. Right. But the bank's the one winning there. We know that. Banks make 400 to 1,300% more than we do. So by starting with this, you're building a foundation that's going to give you a much better interest rate than any bank is, plus the dividends, and gives you the access immediately. And that's the problem. I think a lot of people with whole life, they think, oh, I put money in a whole life and I don't have any of it. That's a regular whole life. Yes, that's true. But if you design it, if somebody like like Larry was mentioning, it's probably only 1% to 2% of the agents out there that know how to do what we do, if you design it properly, they're going to have access to anywhere between 60 to 90% of their money. And they can put it in and then we just got to figure out where it goes. Now, you don't use this for paying your mortgage or your utilities or buying groceries. You use this for investing or paying off debt or buying cars, your big purchases. That's right. where it's better suited. But I just think that's the proper way to do it is let's build the foundation just like any building. You know, if you're going to put a building and if the foundation's not strong, your building's going to crumble. This is one of the strongest foundations you can put under your money. So one thing that I, I learned and I was a little frustrated about, so when I, and that was actually the other thing that I wanted to mention is that, you know, I came, came as, um, I was a student here at the school um, also, but I came to school, I came to a class, I wasn't, um, it, was, it was on a stock, stock class and I wasn't interested in stocks at the time. And I remember coming to a money multiplier and 
I remember, because I live around the corner from here, and I remember saying to my husband, I'll be home by noon. I'm not staying all day. This is not going to happen. She didn't like me then. I, I, I still don't like you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> so, so Brent goes on, because Brent is first, right? So we do the whole, like, hey, you know, whatever, whatever. And Brent goes on, and then, and you know, he does his, his presentation. And I'm floored. Like, I'm absolutely floored. Like, I didn't, never heard of this before. Didn't know anything about it. I invented I, it. You, yeah, there we go. And I was, I was, I was absolutely <laughs> floored. So I think it was, um, you know, I think it, like we had our break right afterwards. And I remember calling home and I'm saying, you know, I think I'm going to stay for the rest of the day. And my husband's like, you sure? And I'm like, if I don't know about this, what else do I know about? And it, and within, you know, within a couple months, I had a, a couple policies started. So it was great. But one thing that I... I was a little frustrated about, and it, it wasn't because of this, but I had a, a regular life insurance policy, so I didn't know whether or not to cancel that, to keep that. And, you know, we always talk about not canceling that, but I remember looking at it, and I'm like, how have I been paying into this for the last seven years, and I have $1,000, you know, available for money? There was, it was just very frustrating to me. And when I called up my, my life insurance guy, he's just like, oh, well, this and that. And then I started looking at all the paperwork. I'm like, why am I getting charged fees every single month? And so... I think that's after I saw Brent talk, I didn't realize that there were different types of policies, mm -hmm. and I thought they were all the same thing. So do you want to talk a little bit about, about that? Yeah, and I think that's a big misconception. I mean, we are clearly here, just to reiterate what Larry said, we're talking about whole life insurance, and actually specially designed whole life that we designed for this. You know, and a lot of people, when they hear that, they hear life insurance, so then they'll go out and they'll, they'll talk to an agent and an advisor and a lot of them right now, agents and advisors, are pushing products like IULs, Index Universal Life, or other types of universal life. Because, and I'll be perfectly clear, the reason you don't hear about what we do more is it requires us to take a 60 to 90% cut. I mean, there's a reason you have access to 60 to 90% of your money immediately. It's because we take a cut in our commission of 60 to 90%. Now, no brokerages out there want that. No agents want to take a 60 to 90% cut in their pay. I mean, it's just hard to even live on that. But that's what's required. Somebody's got to give for somebody to get. And I know a lot of people get into policies like you had where they thought it was going to be one thing and then all of a sudden, a year later, two years, it's usually too late by that point, like we were talking. Yeah, true. Yeah. They have this thing and it's not going to do anything for them. Yeah. And it and it's kind of like you were sold, I don't want to say a bag of lies, but a bag of lies. You were sold a false promise. And the one person that got paid on that policy and all these ones that I'm talking about, you know, that are sold out there is the agent yeah. and the brokerage that sold it. Because IULs are one of the highest commissions out there. Plain, plain and simple. I mean, why is it the number one thing that your advisor wants to talk about? Because they get paid the most. I mean, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but that's what the truth is. Yeah. You mean you mean financial advisors only have their best interest in mind, not yours? Look, I was one for 16 years <laughs> at a high level, and I can tell you that what we were taught was, yes, sell the product. Holy cow, not even taught to sell the product with the higher commission, but we were literally kind of steered that like we had to. Like, hey, right. here's the By law. here's the monthly goals. By like law. these Yeah, we, we need you selling more of this. Insane. And today, like I always tell people, I said I'm I'm trying not to sell anything. I'm trying to solve people's problems because then they buy, and that's the kind of client I want. You ready? You want? You want? You ready? To, ready for me to piss off half the listeners? Oh boy! <laughs> this is yeah. I deal with this every Let week. Let me tell what you something. Talking about? <laughs> when, when, when you're, if you go to a financial advisor and he even says the word annuity, just slap him in the face and run out the door. Yeah. 
the absolute worst product in the entire planet for anyone to buy in almost every case. There are certain reasons yeah. to buy annuities, and it's not the ones that your financial advisor is selling you on it. it. The reasons to buy it have nothing to do with what they're selling you on it. But if he says the word and there's not one of these reasons, you slap him in the face and tell him and kick him out. Because this is, it's basically like this. Hey, give me your money. You can't have it back. Absolutely can't you, have it back. You, can, you, don't, you don't make interest on the entire amount the day you get it. So if you give me a hundred grand, you're only going to get paid interest on 92000 And if you absolutely beg us for the money back, we're going we're gonna to charge you all kinds of fees to get your money back. And we're not even going to give you that great of a rate anyway. Well, that's just like IULs. They're called surrender charges. Like yeah, surrender you put charges. money in an annuity, yeah. a variable annuity, or yeah. you know any type of an annuity. There's going to be a surrender period, which yeah. means you put the money in, you can't get it all back out during that period. That's. Do you ever wonder why? Number one, the insurance company doesn't want to lose control of the money because they're making a spread on it, but also they paid a big commission to the agent that's or exactly advisor. Exactly right. They got to get that commission that's back. Right. So that's all this is. Like yeah. IULs, the surrender period is basically just a recapture period. That's what they should call it. This is where we're going to recapture that big commission we just paid that agent you know in in IULs I think the sin behind IULs is every person selling them are always talking about the investments right the indexing these are mo most of them not all but most of them are not even licensed to sell securities they don't have their series 7 most don't even have their series 6 and 63 right. but they're allowed it's almost dangerous they're allowed to go out there and act like a financial advisor talk about securities now, yeah, I know that's a participation in an index, but literally, like, does the client really know the difference? I think that's what the question needs to be is. Yeah, you just went over the head of every listener, but that's okay. That's okay. I but get you. It's just a but problem. But here's the thing. Right. Here, here's the problem, right? So between if you have a high commission product, stay away from it. Now, yeah. what Chris Bingo. is doing, and I'm telling you the truth. But I know how, how it would, works. How would they know that it's a high commission? Like, no, how they would won't. they know? They, they, they probably won't. don't. Yeah. They so so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to reveal something in the industry that most people don't know. So commissions on whole life insurance, normal whole life insurance policy, if you're paying, for example, I don't know, let's say you're paying $1,000 a month the first year, that's $12,000 for the year, right? Yeah. The commission on that is anywhere from 100% to 125% wow. to the agent. To the no, if you to go the broker, right? To, to the broker, bro right, to right. the general agency, because right, right. now and, you're in GA general, land. The agent probably gets seventy or eighty percent. Yeah, fifty-five to seventy yeah. percent is pretty yeah. common for the but, agent. But just so you know, the reason the reason I bring that up is just understand that that money's all gone. It's all been wasted. So now when Chris comes in and he does it, he designs the policy so that a big portion of that money. He gets very little commission on. I know you get what sixty to ninety percent less yeah, than right, what you just right, said. Exactly. Right. So just do the math. And and you know what? And it's funny because you know you've got. I, I've seen I've seen you, and and I know I know the kind of house you live in, and I know the cars you drive, and I know your partner has three planes. And the is it reason, three now? Is it three or two? Two. Oh, two. Okay. I think we find another one. Anyway, maybe he is. But the point is, these guys make so much money doing this because they treat the customer right. So for every insurance policy that the ripoff agent sells, these guys probably sell ten and make and, and make a lower commission. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying these guys are greedy. They're not. They're actually just the opposite. They're out there to help people, and that's why they make more money. That's why the same thing with us. When we teach you how to invest in real estate, how to invest in the stock market, how to do these kind of things that no people even understands, how to save money in taxes, we're doing it out of our heart, and eventually we're going to make money at it. And the same thing with these guys. It's amazing how how uh, it, it actually pisses me off that some of these people will steal your money with, with the under the impression that oh I'm trying to help you. 
Here's an interesting thing. I mean, when I first started doing what I do now, I, I've been, I was an advisor 16 years, so I did everything we're talking about with the registered reps, and I was an You were an a RIA. bad boy. I, I, I was what I was supposed to be yeah, exactly. in the capacity of what it. I was doing. Yeah. Um, but when I started doing this, I remember when I made the switch, my income dropped significantly. Like, oh, I, sure. I don't say this often, but why not here? Brent, who I came in under his GA, yeah. had to literally support me and my family wow. for probably the better part of six months. Wow. That's how hard it was because our commissions were so low. So it really was a difficult thing. And I and I understand and I and I agree. Most agents can't do this kind of a transition. But like you had mentioned, now you know the house I live in and the cars I drive and the lifestyle we have. Sure. That's not because we get paid a lot. That's because we serve a lot of people. That's right. It's a pure volume thing. I, I tell people, they say, well, how do you make money? I am a professional nickel and penny picker upper. I solve problems for thousands of people, not hundreds, not a few. I don't go after a couple or, you know, a hundred. I solve problems for thousands of people, which means even though you make less, you make more because you're solving more problems. These are the people I hang out with. Yeah. These are the people Dr. Debs hang, hang, hangs out with. These are the people who understand money and understand how to help people before they get paid. Now, I mean, you get paid to help people, but what comes first is helping people, and we happen to get paid for helping people. That's what investor schooling is all about. That's what we started. We started out, hey, look, all these people out there know nothing about real estate. They know nothing about stock market. They know nothing about stock options. Most people say the stock market is rigged, right? They say it's rigged. It's not rigged. You just need, and even if it is, it's still as predictable as it was, with, whether it's rigged or not rigged, it's still predictable, and we teach you how to predict it. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of an amazing transformation when you start coming to places like investor schooling and start learning things. You know, we, we always tell people that you come to investor schooling, you learn real estate investing and stock options trading. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. But for me to sit here and go, we're going to teach you real estate investing and, and life insurance and stock options trading and, 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 uh, and health savings accounts and IRAs and stuff. All you can do is go blah, blah, blah. What does that mean? I don't understand. You're going to run like crazy. Yeah. But if I, tell you I'm going to teach you real estate investing and I'm going to teach you stock option trading and while you're here you happen to pick up this and happen to pick up that and happen to pick up that you're going to go wow I never expected to learn so much in in such a short time it's funny how within two or three months the people at investor schooling they start to learn and they start to say hey I, I didn't even know this I didn't even know this existed yeah. it's like my book the book is a 50 foot overview of everything we teach and by the way Steve if you if you want to if you you, you did win the book uh, we lost you. If you want to call back, you can get your copy of the book. But anyone else, go to go to um, Amazon, go to Barnes and Noble for twenty dollars. You can buy the book. I make four bucks if you buy the book. Do you think I need your four bucks? <laughs> I don't need your four bucks. And by the way, if you come to Investor Schooling on Thursday night, we'll even give you a copy. So go to investorschooling.com. We'll give you a free copy. All right, I got to go over to Doctor Deb because we've been following up on one of her properties for like months now, and you might even have some insight in this because forget guys who don't even know. Who I have in this room, not only is he this, you know, like he he became one of the greatest uh, whole life insurance advocates and advocates for this product, but he actually had a TV show that talked about flipping properties. Like you actually flip properties on his TV show, right? It was yeah, Risky, Risky Builders, Builders yeah. on HGTV. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, this is the kind of person we have. So let's go over to Deb for a second because maybe even Chris can give you some advice. So we've been talking about your property up in Monroe, and it's the four family house. Uh, with the four family house in the back and the two family house in the front, mm -hmm. and you, I mean, it's been it's, it's been a while, been a nightmare it's, for you. It's been but quite it hasn't a nightmare. Been, so, so when I say a nightmare, it, it's been a different kind of nightmare because she bought this property for thirty five thousand dollars. Not even. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It was like twenty five thousand yeah, dollars. Like twenty five grand. Yeah. And and uh, you know it was a shell, and she renovated the two in the front. And now she's renovating the. Now understand that the the cost of renovation is probably a half a million dollars. So it's not like you know it's not like she stole the property. She still had to do a lot of work on it. Yeah. But yeah. you've been having trouble with contractors and trouble with this and that. So why don't you just quickly the latest trouble you had? Bring it up. Maybe Chris can help you. The latest trouble. I don't. I don't even know which is the latest one. So <laughs> it seems. It seems like there's always something going on with it. All right. So the, if I go back maybe three months, um, so I bought. So the the two unit in the front is was fully rented out, but now I have to get a new tenant. I'm going to try to get a new tenant tomorrow. So the front is all fixed up and done. The the duplex up front, and I have the quad in the back that really is just a shell. So I had a contractor come out, and I specifically asked if he was licensed in the city that the property's in and he told me yes twice and then i come to find out that um he was not licensed so they shut me down completely and then when i originally asked if they needed architectural drawings they said no but now they needed architectural drawings so that took me another three weeks for them to get the architectural drawings another three weeks for them to approve the drawings now i have that and now i'm on the search again for another contractor so it's just been a lot of drama that kind of goes along with it but once this unit, as this thing sits empty, it's worth half a million dollars. Okay, so it's between the duplex up front and the and the quad in the back, it's half a million. And then I had a tax deed auction because I do the tax deed auctions. I bought the lot next door because when I was having issues with the city, they told me that I wouldn't have enough parking. And then it was just serendipitous that somebody was looking at the property next door thinking that the property that was mine was up for grabs, and I found out that the auction was coming up because I was taking a break from auctions for a little bit. So I purposely went to the auction, and I bought the lot next door. So now I have the lot on the one side that has a duplex in the quad. I have the empty lot next door, which I'm going to end up building. I've been completely approved to get to build a four-unit on it. So it'll be 10 units. It'll be 10 doors right there, which will be really nice. But, you know, I struggle with the whole contractor thing. So I think I may have found somebody, and he gave me some pricing that's, eh, it's okay. It's not great, but you know, he has a lot of great reviews. He promises a lot of who knows, you know, whatever. So I'm waiting for that contract uh, to come in. But I don't know. Give me some. It's a lot of frustration. Larry keeps offering to buy it from me, subject to. And I think he does it just to annoy me because I want to smack him every time he does that because he's doing it to see, one, if I'm going to do it so he can steal the property out from underneath me. Or two, to see if I have any resolve to keep going through this. Because I can't give it up. I just can't give it up. I've, I've gone through too much with this property to give it up. She's over the hump. Yeah, she's definitely over the hump. I, I've been there, and, and I feel your pain. I mean, I've done 270-plus flips and lots of rentals on apartment buildings and you know big ones like this where we've been shut down multiple times. I think the biggest thing is always you know either building department or contractors. Contractors right now are a real pain in the butt. No, no disrespect. I think the trades are amazing. I just think they're so busy that they're, they literally just don't care right, right. now. And that's so it. They don't care. One of the things I, I started doing in, in my team when I had my project manager working is every contractor we'd hire, first we check references. Not just ask for references, not just look at reviews. Call references and say, what problems did you have? If they say they're licensed, double check with the t- the, the township. You know, yeah, just call and just say, yeah, or, or just, you know, you can, sometimes that's just an email to an inspector and they'll say, yes, you know, licensed and, or ask the contractor for a copy of the license. And the one thing I think you, you need to do this time around 
is you need to get an independent subcontractor agreement signed. And in that contract, it's going to state they're, that they're required to have insurance, okay, proper okay. insurance. They're, they're required to have the proper licenses to do the work that they're going to do. And it needs to have carve-outs that if they're going to do anything in the trades like plumbing or electrical, they need to also bring in a licensed electrician or licensed plumber that also then needs to sign a subcontractor agreement. Okay. Everybody that's going to touch that property needs to sign one of these agreements. Okay. And that'll at least keep you out of this hot water. And if uh, an inspector ever comes, you can say, here's the contract. Not that they're going to, the burden always falls on you. Yeah. But I think that would be a good start and it'll keep your contractors on their toes. Okay. I know one thing that somebody recommended to me was to put in really specific, you have two weeks on this date, everything has to be done for you to get paid X amount. And it's it's very timed. It's like you're, until this is done, you're not getting paid anything or you're only getting paid X amount. Like I'm, I've learned to not really give much up front. You know, yeah. Benchmarks. So yeah, time, yeah. Um, and then the other thing, too, that somebody had recommended to me is that if they miss that deadline, that they lose $150 a day. If you can get the contractor to sign that, great. But so good luck. The one the one that told me who was licensed, who wasn't, he gave me all those timelines. He gave me exact dates. And if they weren't done, he agreed. He did sign the paperwork for that. So it was... It he was, wasn't licensed. But he wasn't licensed. And he told me he was and he wasn't. So well, that's I didn't, a, You yeah. could sue him. So interestingly enough, but they probably don't have any money to. Touch. I, I, we were talking about this. He is giving me he, I agreed to take a little bit of a loss, but well, he is paying. First of all, tell him how much you put down, or, or you put down money. I, you can't tell him how much it's up to you. Well, so I um. Just gave him an advance. I gave him. I gave him an advance, and I agreed to take a little bit of a, a little bit of a loss. I, I don't know, like a forty percent loss, I think it was. But he's paying me twice a month. He's giving me two thousand dollars a month. Oh, good. Yeah, and he sent me the first payment. The next payment's coming in on Friday. I told him if he's not, I'm I'm suing him for fraud. And he's wow, like, yeah. So he's actually been surprisingly. Have, I'm surprised he's actually paying me, but he's actually paying me. I have three outstanding lawsuits that have been going now for over five years, and I'll probably never get a dollar. But I have liens on their homes. So Larry, oh, yeah. someday, someday I might be gray go. and old, but I'll have properties for you. Will you still be snowboarding? Yes, <laughs> okay. and skateboarding. And skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll still be on my butt going down the hill. Yep. Actually, you got to teach me how to snowboard. I can't. You know, I'm a skier. You know, I tried to make the transition two or three times, and yeah. So I I do snow tubing because that's about all I can do. Nothing (laughs) wrong with that. I'm just not coordinated. (laughs) Look at it. We're all getting out in the snow, so that's all that matters. (laughs) Getting exercise. I mean, it doesn't matter snowboard, skis, or snow tubing. Yeah, snow tubing. So you know, you don't have to do much and just kind of go on the right down. I, I think you're fortunate. That that contractor is giving you checks. Yeah, I, I just hope they continue. I, I, I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah but don't surprised. don't tell him that because you might be listening. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's not from this area, so know. you know. But you certainly could see that him. was the biggest mistake she made in that property. By the way, that property is two and a half hours away. It's two hours that's away. Two hours away. That's the hard part. Yeah. Holy smokes! That's the hard part. That's what made it difficult. And yeah. as a matter of fact, when she first bought it, I said you should just flip it, take your money, and run. But she has a long term plan, and her long term plan is that's a big money maker for her. I mean, she's got six now. She could put four more on there. Having 10 units, building them all is still going to be profitable in the end. Once you get these stabilized, I think wait on the building. No, of course. When the market does shift, contractors are going to need work. Because, you know, as we all know, a lot of contractors, they don't save. So it's, you know, they got to work to pay for their bills. Right, right, right. So we'll be able to get discounts on, on some of the trades here probably I don't, know, I don't know when, next year, two years or something, but you could build that. And that's what my plan is. I have I have lots next to apartment complexes okay. that are vacant, and I'm planning on building, but I'm there's no way I'm building right now. Yeah, so no that, 
that was the thing is that a couple of people are like, are, are you going to start building on the, the quad that's going to go next door? And I'm like, until the other quad is rehabbed, I just can't yeah, handle. No way. And I just can't handle something else on my plate. It's just going to be too much. But I do have a builder that somebody recommended and he already gave me some pricing. I already talked to a bank and they were willing to help me finance, you know. Um, so it's it's in the works, but it's just on hold right now because I just need to get this this rehab done. But one, one thing at a time. Yeah, one thing at a time. But Very once cool. I can... Once I could get it done and and pay out my private lenders, you know, I'll make a killing on just those six units. Sounds so, like a good one. So Did you guys just, just hear the key to what she said? No bank in the world was going to finance this because it was too yeah, complicated. They don't understand it. Yeah. They don't even understand the fact that they would do really well with this property, but they don't understand it because she bought the property for $25,000, and now she needs to improve the property, and the bank's not going to lend her a half a million dollars to rebuild this property. Why? Because they... If she defaults, they got nothing. So private lenders stepped up, and you paid a slightly higher rate. It wasn't even that much anymore. Yeah. You paid a slightly higher rent to people, just people, people with IRAs, people with, with, uh, people with money in the bank that weren't making any money on it, and now you've got these private loans, and you are able to renovate this property. So now those people are all caught up. If they if they had if you you defaulted on the property, no, it's worth. I know you won't. But if you I did, would never, no, I know, I would I, never. So that's another thing, right? There's integrity too. But but the fact is, you know, think bad things can happen. And if bad thing happened, you wouldn't have a problem with it because the property's probably worth what the loans are or more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why investing in private money, you know, people having private money investing is fantastic. Yeah. I get calls all the time. Hey, I got two hundred thousand. I got a half a million. I got a million. Do you have anything I can invest it in? And I have to find a property for them. Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about it. Chris, thanks so much. Real quick, Chris, give you, give you your website again. Yeah, chrisnoggle.com or beyourownbank.com. All right, cool. And thank you, Deb. And thank you, Glenn. I appreciate you always every week. You're an awesome, awesome producer. Say, say hello to Gary Arnell. Gary Arnell is next on this radio show. He is my favorite person over at, at uh, PHT. You know why? Because he likes me, too. <laughs> so if you guys want to take a free class, go to investorschooling.com. That's investorschooling.com. You can get a free class this Thursday. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to learn so much. See you then. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey.